What is up, ladies and gentle nerds? It's your boy, Graham, also known as HamHawks42 on the internet, and we are here with another edition of Overthinking MTG, the show where I look at a random magic card and talk about it for at least 10 minutes. And today's episode is brought to you by Chaos. That's right, Chaos. Let's do it. Let's go ahead and hit that random card button. Let's see, what the heck are we looking at? All right, so today we are looking at Jaya, Venerated Fire Mage. Um, all right, interesting, interesting. Let me go ahead and adjust my uh, my display here. It's not showing up the way I had hoped. There we go. All right, cool. So, Jaya, Venerated Fire Mage. She is a Planeswalker, uh, starting loyalty of five, four and a red in her mana cost. If another red source you control would deal damage to a permanent or a player, it deals double that damage. Uh, no, I'm sorry. It deals that much damage plus one to that permanent or player instead. All right, so it's not a full-on Furnace of Wrath um, doubler, which is probably for the best because those things get like bananas out of hand really fast. So that's great. It's just, it's an extra little bump. She just gives an extra little push to all of your red. Um, so that makes Shock a Lightning Bolt. That's just neat. And then she has a negative two. Jaya Venerated Fire Mage deals two damage to any target. All right, so I mean, we have a five mana... Um, you know, uncommon War of the Spark Planeswalker. And it's funny because she is part of a cycle in War of the Spark that, or at least a card type that we see in War of the Spark that we never saw before. And that is a Planeswalker that has a passive ability on it and no ultimate. So it's kind of an interesting twist on the Planeswalker. It's kind of turning Planeswalkers into like world enchantments, if you will, um, to pull a phrase from, you know, way back in the day. And they're a pain. <laughs> it's funny because um, they're they're a huge problem, and a lot of people dislike them. Um, I'm specifically referring to Narset and to Fairy Time Reveler. Those two cards are like, yeah, it, a lot of people don't really enjoy them, myself included, because usually we, when we see a Planeswalker, it's easy to assume that oh, they have some additional abilities. They're gonna basically have these little sorcery style abilities that they get to do on during the main phase. Um, and if I can attack it or tick it down, then those options will be limited. Okay, cool. And like, it, you, it's easy to think of, like, that's all that is. But, and as a result, when we see it on the battlefield, it's very easy to forget, oh, there's this other effect I need to interact with. And the ones that, like, really impact you a lot are cards like Narset, where you're not allowed to draw more than one card in any given turn. Um, Teferi, who just straight up just shuts down instant speed everything for you. Like, instant speed spells you just can't cast anymore. Um, which is ridiculous. Like, I can't believe they actually thought that was fair. Like, that's just such an incredibly powerful ability. You Seriously, you make an enchantment that has that costs... Or like, you don't even have to give them any other abilities. Just, just that alone is... Yeah, anyway, um, yeah, just a three-drop enchantment with that as the effect is incredible. I, <laughs> I'm there all day. But, um, yeah, but no, he's got all kinds of other upside, too. Regardless, I'm not here to talk about Teferi Time Reveler, or Three Fairy, as he's often known. No, today we're talking about Jaya, um, Venerated Fire Mage. So, it's interesting because of all of those War of the Spark Planeswalkers, you hear a lot about Teferi and Narset. Sometimes you hear people bitch about Tamiyo because uh, she has an effect that's very easy to forget about, in that um, she, you cannot force the Tamiyo's owner, or Tamiyo's controller, rather, to discard cards or sacrifice creatures. And so there's a lot of removal that like just straight up doesn't work if 
if she's on the battlefield. Um, the other one that's really easy to forget, which um, can be a real pain in the butt, doesn't hit quite as often, um, but uh, Ashiok, Dream Render, the, the other three drop, um, is really nasty because w that passive ability does not allow your opponents to search their libraries. So I cannot tell you how many times um, I have thrown one of those down or seen one on the, on the battlefield and just watched somebody else crack a fabled passage without thinking anything of it. Just because it's just what you do with that. You, with that land, you just crack and then you search your library for a wait. No, you can't. Ah! So you just crack your land and then see that little red shame aura on Arena pop up and just like, oh man, that's a bad feeling. Well, so when you have those kinds of incredibly busted, asymmetrical, rule-defining effects sitting on these uncommon planeswalkers, it's really easy to forget about ones like Jaya, um, because Jaya does have a really nice, clean, fair effect. And in any other set, this card could be really great. Um, however, it came in War of the Spark, where all of the Planeswalkers are just dialed up to 11, absolutely bananas crazy. On top of that, this card came out, um, War of the Spark came out like just before... Uh, M20, you know, the course at 2020, which was the, the Chandra theme. So any kind of Fire Mage, Planeswalker nonsense just became all Chandra all day. Not that it wasn't already primarily Chandra, let's be real. Um, yeah, it's, it, it, I don't know, it all just kind of, it was very easy to forget about Jaya in the middle of everything going on in War of the Spark. Very, very easy to forget about Jaya. Actually, with the rise of Chandra, it's very easy to forget about Jaya in general. Um, she's actually a, a character that has been in the magic story for an incredibly long time. Um, I don't remember exactly when she first showed up, but I want to say she was on Dominaria. Um, you know, during the... There was a big cataclysmic event. Well, during the, the during the invasion cycle and all that nonsense, the a whole apocalypse sequence, I believe she was around for that. I could be wrong. I'm not... I'm certainly not... Um, you know, not a lore expert by any means. I just know enough to be dangerous. Um, but yeah, she's been around for, for a really, really long time. Um, she's kind of the OG fire mage, and then Chandra just kind of... Or wait, no. Uh, yeah, no, Jaya. Jaya Ballard. That is that is who we're talking about. Yeah, so it's it's an interesting... Um, I don't know. That's, that's the thing. I get Jaya and Chandra so intermixed. Like, even in my own head, I was getting them confused just now, trying to explain that they are different people. <laughs> it's it's kind of crazy. Um, yeah, so it feels very much like uh, like Chandra is kind of the younger, hipper rebranding of Jaya. But it's kind of cool that they brought her back and, like, kept her in the mix as, um, as a member of the team, for at least part of this. Because um, she's planeswalking, doing her thing. So... Here we have an effect where it deals one damage to any permanent, um, or it deals one additional damage every time a red source deals damage. Okay, cool. So you combo, add something like this to a Storm's Wrath or a Flame Sweep, and all of a sudden you got to really, you, you just get a little extra juice in, in your spells. And in a lot of burn decks where your targets are very precise, it makes a lot of sense. And one of the big differences um, that you see at the end of the day when you're both looking at two uh, fire mages, you know, two female fire mages from different generations, to be fair. But you know, you're ultimately looking at two, two, two characters who are fairly similar in that regard. Um, how do you differentiate them? Like, how do you make Jaya and Chandra feel different? Um, even the vowel sounds in their name are well, relatively close, at least in my awkward mid Midwestern accent. So 
how do you make him different? Well, Jaya is very focused in her approach. And so you see that in cards like Jaya's Greeting that deals one damage. Um, or no, sorry, it deals two damage divided as you choose among up to two target permanents. And then you scry, I think it's like three or something. Like, it's actually really good. Like, it's a nice little burn with some some utility to it. Like, it's actually a pretty solid little instant. But it's very focused. Meanwhile, you have Chandra's Pyrohelix, which deals like two damage to two creatures or something like that. It's just, it's bigger but you don't have the same level of control with it. So it kind of makes sense. You know, she she burns hot, she burns fast, Chandra, that is, um, in, in big. Meanwhile, Jaya is more focused and just trying to control the flames in a, in a more interesting way. So I can appreciate those different flavors, and that comes through here, because it's just, it's a little extra. You're taking the fire that you already have, and you're just adding a little to it. It's not a lot. It's not huge. It's still within reason. It's still within your grasp. You can still control this, but it's still better. It's still bigger. It's still there. And then her negative two, you deal two damage to any target. So it's just, it's a shock and a stick. Nothing wrong with that. This card is perfectly fine, except for one small detail. Her mana cost is five. That is so expensive. That is just so ridiculously expensive for this. Comparatively, on top of that, so the ability only impacts red spells like a red damage to a permanent or player yeah so it's it, it, it has to be a red source the the thing dealing the damage has to be red if the thing dealing damage is red great then so is she splashable if she only costs one red to put into play but then she costs four generic but she only impacts red things so you're only going to run it in the deck with a whole lot of other red things going on and then after war the spark came Corset 2020, and then after Corset 2020 came Throne of Eldraine. And you know what came out in Throne of Eldraine? Torbran, which is this but better. Period. He's a 2-4 for 4, and he adds 2 damage to all of your sources. He's just 100% better, and he's a grumpy dwarf. That's kind of cool, right? And you know who Torbran is. Like, he's inescapable. So Jaya is just crappy, uncommon Torbran. Like, yeah, it's a real shame because I like this character. I think she's got a lot of cool upside. She's got a lot of cool um, elements to her. You take this exact same card, exactly the same, starting loyalty of 5, the negative 2 shock, and the damage buff on it. You give it a mana cost of 3, and then it's in the conversation. It's something you can play compared to Narset and 3 Fairy and the Ashiok Dream Render. I mean, all of those cards are going for anywhere between five and thirty dollars right now, depending on which one you're looking at. Meanwhile, I guarantee you, Jai is going for about five cents. Like this card is just not good. It's just, it's just not. Which is a real shame because if you're going to put passives on Planeswalkers, I think this is a good way. Or this is a good example of how to do it in a fair way that doesn't break the game. And unfortunately. As a direct result, it's just not good enough. So that's a real bummer, because I think, I don't know, I like the design, but it's just no nowhere near powerful enough. I can't, I can't think of any scenario where you'd want to play her, unfortunately. Um, yeah, which is a real shame. And it just, I don't know, it seems, it seems weird. I, the fact that her negative two can hit players is kind of cool. Like, the fact that it is just a genuine lightning bolt is nice, but it's not worth that initial up. It's not worth worth that initial cost, which is a shame. Again, it, there's a lot of cool potential there. And I like her, uh, her artwork is really cool. Um, she seems to, she's just surrounded in flames, uh, wearing a very regal, almost, like, military-looking jacket and dress. Um, 
holding on to what appears to be uh, what appears to be a staff uh, or it. Yeah, I'm fairly. I believe that's a staff. Uh, it's either a staff or the rigging of a ship, if that makes sense. Like that's what I see there. Uh, it's there's not much in the frame. She's holding onto something and is either holding it out or is hold, holding herself up a, with it as she's conjuring up a fireball in one of her hands. It's you know, it's a cool image. It's just a cool. It's a flame mage being a flame mage doing her thing. Um, yeah. So anyway, so this card is interesting, but ultimately it's it's just not quite good enough, and that's a bummer. Yep, Jaya, in order of this park, they did you dirty. I'm sorry. All right. Well, thanks so much for hanging out, guys. This has been a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I'm, my name is Graham, also known as HamHawks42 on the internet. You can find me over on Twitch, twitch.tv slash HamHawks42. You can also get this show on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. So thanks so much for hanging out. I will catch you next time.